What's up, party people? This is fucking episode 10, I think. 10 or 11, I'm pretty sure it's 10. No, I think this one's 11. Yeah, we'll figure it out after. Either way, it's episode something of the fucking unemployed podcast. We're in the double digits now, that's awesome. Uh, no, we gotta take it to the triple and fucking quadruple digits. We gotta get some guests on this bitch. We keep talking about getting guests, and I am not making any progress. It's my fault. I'm not making any progress towards getting the guests on. But I work, like, a shitload now, so it's like I just... I don't know. We mostly just do this for fun. And yeah. if you're here with us, then thank you. Yeah, thank you for sticking through. For real, this is like a passion project on the side. Both Jordan and I have, like, full-time jobs. So this and shit... I got twins. And, oh, man. I just pulled the 24-hour shift the other day. It was crazy. Seriously, I'm about to go pull a fucking 12-hour tomorrow. Like, this shit is just a passion project that we're trying to keep up with. So I know that we keep talking about getting guests and not having them, but soon we'll have them. I think it's pretty sweet that we're on fucking 11 episodes of us so far, just bullshitting. That's pretty sweet. Uh, like... With the plan I have with everything, you know, we've been talking about the real estate and all setting up passive income and stuff. Mm-hmm. Freaking eventually, hopefully we'll be able to just do this daily or every other day type thing, you know what I mean? Like, a full-time job. Oh, for real? Working. But we'll see. It's a working project. That's what I'm saying. This shit is all a work in progress. I gotta find a fucking another job coming up soon, like, I'm getting tired of this pizza place not cracked out to be what it is supposed to be, so I think I'm gonna, uh, ditch this shit soon as I find something else for the weekend. I just got this job, I know I told you, but I haven't told them yet, I just got this job at the church, dude, oh my god, it's so awesome, it's just literally me and my dad, That's real awesome. It's crazy, dude. Every morning that I go there, dude, the sun is coming up over the mountain. We just go outside, dude. Like, when you're driving, like, if you have your windows open, you catch that nice morning breeze, and you're coming around the corner to pull in, and you see the mountain poke out from behind the thing, dude. It's so awesome. And then there's little ducks on the pond and stuff. I love it. I had a job for a little while in, uh, in Moodis. And uh, while we lived in Bristol, it was like right after I graduated high school, we had to leave that fucking apartment in Bristol because like I kept selling weed and the neighbors kept calling the cops and the landlord kind of kicked us out. So, but for a while we were we had been driving an hour every morning to Moodis. We would leave at like five in the morning and get there at like six. And same thing, it was just such a beautiful area of Connecticut, surrounded by fucking mountains and crazy birds that you had never seen, and you'd see the sun coming up on the mountains, and... There's a reason people move out into the fucking, I mean, into the freaking woods, bro. Yo, I lived in Moodis for a couple months, and it was cool as hell, 
Uh, my best friend Ian turned out to literally live ten minutes up the street, which was like so a, creepy at night, though. Dude, dead silent, and I lived right across the street from a like a closed down Christian summer camp. So that's just because we we're born like more around the suburbs and like uh, not really the inner city, but like towards like the outskirts. Suburb of, like, city. city. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we always have cars passing by or somebody doing something, so it's weird for us to hear crickets and <laughs> stuff like that. <coughs> Mind it. Summer nights when you're like just can't fall asleep because you were just outside riding bikes with your friends and shit, your adrenaline's going crazy. My neighbors were pretty far away from us, you know, each one much farther than uh, what I was used to, but it was pretty cool. There was one guy, if you walked like 10 minutes around the corner, you could go buy fresh eggs from him because he had like a bunch of chickens. And then if you walked a little bit around the corner from that, like another five minutes, there was like a little uh, like grocery store slash deli type shit. It was very small. But uh, on the days that I had off, I would always wake up, go get myself some fresh eggs for breakfast, go go to the deli, get some fucking shit to Dude, make did they have like a orange colored yolk? Uh, I don't remember, honestly. Dude, I had these like, my girlfriend buys them because she likes all the organic stuff, so she got these super natural eggs, and just like the ones in like, um, I don't know too, too much detail, I'm just gonna say like in Asian countries like Japan and like, I don't know about Korea and stuff, but over in that culture, they handle, I think it's specifically Japan, they handle their eggs and, like, their uh, meats and stuff with such care that, like, no human hands ever really touch them and stuff, so they don't have much chance to grow bacteria or anything like that, and that's why they can eat raw eggs over there, but the yolk is so fresh and natural that it's orange, but over here, most of the yolk is, like, yellow and whatnot, but she bought these super good eggs, dude, and the yolk was orange. Oh, my God, they're so good. I swear to God. It's crazy, the difference between, like, GMOs and stuff like that and then pure, natural, like, super high-quality ingredients. When I was in Los Angeles, the closest, uh, the closest, well, there was a couple markets, like, close to me, but they were all very expensive. And then, like, maybe a mile away up this real crazy diesel fucking hill. Like, it was a workout just walking up the hill. Uh, there was this Trader Joe's. So every day I would go hit the skate park for a while, then go take the bus to, like, a weed dispensary, then skate my way back home or take the bus back home, and then fucking do this workout, this real diesel, bro, you'd be sweating your fucking nuts off, like, halfway up the hill, and, you know, it was a real, real, real diesel, diesel, long-ass hill, and then I would go, uh, I would go to the Trader Joe's, get some, like, fresh meat and vegetables, and I, I was at first too scared to skate down the yeah, hill. Yeah, but you fill your way up. Yeah, eventually, you, well, it starts to where I would walk down three quarters of the hill and skate the last 
quarter, right? And then I would then it would be the the three eighths, then four eighths, then five eighths, then six eighths. I never went all the way from the top, but I got close. But it was such a fucking diesel hill that if you didn't make this certain turn perfectly and you end out what, eat it on the curb? No, 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 no. You will end out in the street. It was a sh- uh, in in the like highway, um, not highway, but very very populated ass street. Like, so, uh, like a Berlin Turnpike kind of thing. Exactly. So what you would have to do is snake it down this hill, cause that kind of reduces your speed. You know what I mean? If you go back and forth. And then make sure that at the end you angle yourself on the last snake perfectly so that you could come around and hit this fucking curb. And you'd have to every time pop your wheels up, not ollie, but literally just pop your wheels up a tiny bit. Otherwise, you hit the curb or hit the lip of the curb going real fucking fast with a backpack. I I did it. Yes, I'm the first ones to where I was like, all right, remember, you know what I'm saying? Because I was not, I was not ever trying to, but right next to that curb, I swear to God, maybe 50 to 100 feet, there's a a bridge with a group of crackhead, like homeless people underneath it. So I was always, you know, if I, I was tense about that area it wasn't too far from my house so i knew if i just made it past that you know i'm good to get home i'll skate home uh, real quick but the most peaceful ride i've ever had like skateboarding and stuff i started out biking it but i ended up skateboarding it just because i love the feeling of it so much i had this little like almost like a nickel board but a little bit smaller but it wasn't a penny board yeah, it was a knockoff one yeah, like some Kryptonic shit. From Walmart, yep, them shit still did the trick. Hell yeah, bro, 40 bucks, you get yourself a board for like a whole year if you don't beat on it. And freaking, what do you call it, you can just swap out the bearings and they're perfect. Yeah, you know? for good bearings, that's all you need to do is throw in some bones reds in there, which are... Maybe loosen up the trucks a tiny bit, but anyway, so I had this board that I had gotten from my boy, and the ride... It was not all downhill, but there was enough, like, downhill to make it worth it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the trip was so beautiful because it's all just, like, the suburb farmlands of Southington and stuff over by Shuttle Meadow and all that. But it was just so beautiful from Berlin to Plainville. It was, like, a seven-mile ride or whatever on my skateboard. I got that shit down said on the thing for like a bike it was like an hour and 45 minutes on the skateboard i got it down to 45 minutes what that's crazy because I, I, I was bombing the hill so fast like and like you said i used to be scared like to do like some of the hills i'll just pull it off you know what i mean but yeah like, at first, some of them i was like dude this is insane and the last one was like it wasn't really steep it was just so long you know what i'm saying you know what hills? And it was it was really really jacked up. Like it had some craters in it and stuff. So you have to be dodging cars and stuff. And it's a super small one lane road. It was terrible. 
you know what hills I pride myself on having bombed? There's a couple. Uh, first is Camp Street from Bristol into Plainville. You must remember that. That's that big-ass hill that the kids lived off of for a while that leads from Bristol into Plainville. Matt lived off of it, too. Kind of, yeah, it's behind, near Justin's crib. It's up behind Justin's crib. Like, if you were to go from Justin's house. Oh, yeah, past MSP. Exactly, yup. So, I was able to start at the top of that hill and ride it all the way down. I started doing it on a bike, and then eventually I could, I got nasty enough to where I could hit that camp street on a skateboard. Yeah, and real steep. Oh my God! And then. And then, do you remember that uh, Redstone Hill Road up behind Norton? If we were you were going to, from Norton. Yes, to my mom's old crib. Jordan, I used to. I would skate from my mom's house to Norton. No, I couldn't. I was too fat to power slide. If I, power... I was too light to power slide. I couldn't freaking, like, if I started doing that, my board would just catch. If I started doing it, I would catch my guys fly off that shit. Well, we could have done, like, a fusion dance so that we could be, like, the perfect power slider. Yo, I'm telling you, I would walk up, 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 uh, Redstone Hill Road and then start at the top and I would be able to not even push or anything. Just, it just, you bend your knees the perfect amount and hope that no cars want to hit you type shit today. And you could ride all the way down that hill and the speed that you gain will then take you all the way to the hill up behind Norton. And then you hit that big ass hill. Then the next big ass hill with the cat spot where we used to get drunk and fist fight. And you fucking ride all the so you could ride, you could walk snowboarding, bro. You could bro walk up the hill from my mom's house and then ride to Norton the whole way without having to push until you got to the basketball courts of Norton. That's fucking sick. It was crazy. Oh, and then like twenty minutes, but the first ten minutes you're walking up that steep ass hill. Probably, ah, uh, maybe a half mile, almost a mile, I think, from my mom, from the top of the hill all the way to Norton. But I'm telling you, dude. No, I tried once at Dresick's house, but uh, he he packed mad snow onto the stairs of his pool deck. Huh? Yeah, he pushed me down real hard, so I went real fast on this cheap-ass, like, ShopRite board that they had sold for, like, 15 bucks at ShopRite, the grocery store, and I fucking, I tried to board slide this thing, because I didn't know what I was doing, and I just fell and smacked my head real hard, and he laughed real hard, and I was like, fuck you, dude. For the first time, so my Uncle Mikey brings me to, uh, Ski sundown in Sellington, dude. Yeah. Real dope. 
got like this lodge where you just like it's heated and everything. And I've like, seen it before. I delivered Uber Eats to there a couple times. Bro, we should freaking oh uh, what do you call it? Go on a snowboarding trip in like a year or two. Yo, they have a spot out here. Bro, wherever I'm down, let's let's go. But freaking what you call it? I wanna maybe take like a little flight somewhere up here, like. Because they got more hills and all that stuff. No, I'm saying this one is like a man-made one, so it would not be as awesome as like. Uh... Yeah, so we definitely gotta go like somewhere. And freaking, anyway, the first time that I went, freaking, uh, what you call it? I just, my uncle was like, "Yeah, bro, just go for it." And he had been like snowboarding a few times, so I just freaking. Like, I didn't know anything about snowboarding, so I just, like, put my board going straight. I leaned back a little bit so my board didn't catch, and I just started flying, bro. Like, I didn't know how to turn or anything or slow down or nothing. Oh, my God. Dude, I freaking hit a skier so hard, their fucking skis came off and shit. It was, it was so bad, but... After that, dude, he got me, like, uh, lessons with this guy or whatever, and freaking... You got nice. so easy, so, yeah. Like, no, I'm not nice with that, but I can, like, go down a fucking hill, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking, it's just so peaceful, man. You're literally gliding, and then once you get a little bit more comfortable, you start doing, like, the little baby jumps and stuff, or, like, not even really jumps, but they're just, like, little, uh... Almost like a pump track kind of thing, you know what I mean? I would want to be doing backflips and shit, what? Bro, well, we could try that eventually, but you would really fuck yourself up, like... Sebi! The, the snow is as soft as thing, bro. That is just hard. Facts. Especially because, like, once you get, like, there towards... when Like, if you don't get there right before everyone starts going, then you're not going to get, like, fresh powder and stuff. Facts. I tried quite a few of the extreme sports. I tried BMXing. I tried fucking scootering on other people's scooters and shit. I could never land anything on on scooters except bar spins, though. I could never tail whip. I could never do 360s. I could do, like, 180s on BMX bikes. I could always jump, you know, up the ramps and turn around and shit. And I could do 180s flat. But I couldn't, like, backwards 180 back around or whatever. Like, I, I just was not that oh, good like, at biking. Yeah, I'm talking about half, whatever the fuck. But skateboarding, I was always fairly nice at skate. I mean, it took a while. You remember when we first started skating, when we were real young, and we would go to Rockwell. I was fucking terrible. But, uh... What were you about to say? Because I had, like, two things that I wanted to talk about real quick. Oh, nothing important. I was just talking about skateboarding. Honestly, I'm fried right now. Them fucking yabs hit me properly. Dude, yeah, Rockwell was dope, though. That was the first place I ever seen someone do a backflip. Yo, I remember before, I seen someone jump over the fucking rocks into the parking lot on a skateboard. Like, ollie over, bro. That was the craziest shit I ever seen. I seen someone wall ride the rock, bro. Yes! Like, you know the one near the bowl? Yes. Yeah, dude, they fucking jumped, and they did, like, they didn't, like, go into it, like, forward. They, like, did it backwards type shit. You what know what I'm trying to say? fuck? That's crazy. So they, 
they were facing away from the rock and just did a real quick thing up here. It was so sick. But I want to talk about this thing real quick. Cards of Darkness, because we were talking about, like, I think what we started talking about this was just, like, I don't fucking know. All right, but anyways, new shit that makes you happy, bro, because mental health is so important. And freaking, I wanted to bring up Cards of Darkness, this documentary that I watched. is about these homeless people that just bomb hills on freaking shopping carts, bro. <laughs> but it's like a group of homeless people. I forgot in what town, but this guy did a documentary on them and freaking... Dude, they, they just die bombing hills. They're like Roseville freaking loaded up with uh, whatchamacallit, a bunch of cans and all that stuff. Or like sometimes they just put rocks in it just to do it for fun. And they like challenge each other to freaking do certain hills and all that shit. But yeah, they'll get like hit by a car and just die. What the fuck? It's like jackass in real life. Dude, yeah, it's crazy, bro. Like that's what they do for fun. Like... And, like, for a living, too, they just go around bombing hills with cans in their cart, and then they, <laughs> what do you call it, go cash them in. It's crazy, dude, but, like, do what makes you happy is what I got out of the point of that documentary, you know what I mean? As long as they're not harming other people, I mean, they did get hit by a car and get into a car accident. Facts. Yo, it's you self-care know, Sundays. Like a release of your creative energy in your life, you know. Yeah. Hashtag self care Sundays. I uh, I took care of my mental health today. I slept late. I got myself a new bed. I uh, I ate a shitload of food. I smoked a whole bunch of pot. It was a good day. I got uh some modified muffins right now and then uh yeah that's the name of the weed i don't know it smells like blueberry muffins real strong it's fucking real awesome i have some regs too for my normal guy he called me earlier and he was like oh you get paid tomorrow right now i was like yeah yeah i'll fucking call you as soon as i get out of work he was like oh well i got some runs right on the pre-order Oh, no, I owe him for the last ounce. Oh, I was like, bro. Yeah, he give, he fronts me, though, because, like, he's the homie. He works with me at the deal, so. I was like, my guy is the best salesman ever. He calls me, like, he got your payday on. Nigga, no, he's, he's like, yes, so what you think you're going to want tomorrow? An ounce, half ounce, quarter? Yeah, give I'm me all that. Ready, bro. Let yeah, me that's hilarious. I'll grab one of each of those. So what else is new, bro? Same old, same old? Yeah, same old shit. I've been playing some Xbox. Uh, I fucking... I played some Rocket League earlier. I played a little bit of this new uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, Definitive Edition San Andreas. It's like San Andreas, but with high-def graphics. I don't know. So, like, fucking... GTA 5 No, not not as good as GTA 5, but it's better than the old San Andreas. But does it make it feel like not San Andreas? No, it still feels like San Andreas. It just looks a little bit better, honestly, that's all. Same, like, 
gameplay and shit. It's actually kind of boring because I've played the missions in San Andreas so many fucking times at this point. Yeah, I feel like that shit was put out for, like, the kids who, you know, grew up on GTA. Well, we just did it when we were kids, you know what I mean? If you only played GTA 5 your whole life and now this came out and you could check out the other games, then that's probably sweet because fucking GTA 3 was awesome when it came out. GTA Vice City was awesome when it came out. Yeah, and they're not going to want to fucking play those triangle-ass graphics, bro. No, no, no kids will. For some reason, graphics are like a real important part of video games to people today. Like, which... I don't know why, bro. Fucking... Some of the... Shit, bro. Yeah. One of my favorite games of all time is Galaga, which is like the shittiest fucking arcade game that exists. It's just the, the once I start playing Galaga, it's always in a setting where it's like you know at a bar or something or. And because I get into, I'll get into that shit. Where he is at home, I'll boot up an Xbox game and I'll be like, this is fucking boring. Because, you know, I don't know, you just play the same game so many times. I've played Galaga a shitload of times, but it's like I never beat all of Galaga. Yeah, no, or anything, you know. It's always like you know that you're not going to Like, yeah, bro, like, you want me to be making dough, you 
Well, listen, you, you, t- I don't care about that shit, whatever, but th- it's gross. You take a bite of the crust once you get to the, pe- you know, you finish the tomato sauce and the cheese and all that, and you get to just straight crust. You take a bite of it, and it tastes off, like weird. And it's, I don't understand how this place is as busy as it is because it's not good pizza. I'm used to Connecticut where... Every pizza place wants to make good pizza. That might just be a Florida thing, to be honest. Yeah, to not give a... It's a down south thing. Well, you know, I don't know. I never went to restaurants. Actually, I did stop at... like the biscuits and gravy? Are we going hard down there? There's just, I guess, certain things that people are good at and certain things. Yeah, but you have to wonder, you know, how big of an Italian population... Is there here in Holiday, Florida? There probably is one, but who do you go to? But, I mean, you know, it's not going to be huge. I've noticed a lot of other people, Greeks and Albanians and shit, running pizza shops where, you know, Greeks can Greeks live off pizza too type shit, so we can pass for good. You know, Greeks can make good pizza, but I don't like Albanian pizza. It's not the same, honestly. I've eaten it before, and it's just not the same. It's not terrible, but it's not the same as Italian. You know what I mean? Uh, Italians and Greeks, especially yeah. if you get like a old school place, they they put their heart and soul into that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, your boy grew fucking basil out back. You know, so you gotta find the right places to go to. I haven't found the right places out here. I bet you in Tampa where there's a giant, like, foodie culture and internet fucking celebrity people be going out there. There's probably some banging pizza places out there. But, you know, I'm, like, an hour away from there. I'm pretty sure he is Greek, too. Who? Yeah, (coughs) but... (coughs) Greek? (coughs) Greek? I'm not Albanian. Like, Greeks do good. I'm no, like I, I, you know, shout out Albania. Nah, I know you Uh, Greeks can do good pizza too. My family actually ran like a very successful pizza place back in the day. And so uh, I always hated when Debbie would come home with the freaking what you would call it that real thick pizza, bro. Oh, the Sicilian style. Yeah, that's not. That's not my favorite. The, uh, it depends on what you get, though, because some, like, I hate, the my least favorite is the classic Sicilian is supposed to be just tomato and dough, no cheese, yo. So that is my, like, least fucking favorite. But if you get, like, the, if you get one with cheese, it's decent. I don't mind the Sicilians with cheese. Uh, it, those, uh, they just made that shit, like, yeah, but they would always top it with too much sauce and make it soggy. Or like, it's, I feel like it's a different kind of sauce, bro. It's a little bit different. Thicker, right? right? Yeah, and like, just a little different on flavor, a little more bitter. It depends on where you, where you go to. It's definitely not as sweet as a tomato sauce. 
I, like I said, I don't mind the Sicilians, but I don't prefer them. My favorite pizza of all time right now is actually white pizza with the ricotta and the mozzarella and garlic and shit. Oh, my God. Slap so fucking hard. I just fucking thin, like, New York-style brick oven pizza, bro. I fucking triangle slices. You know, they say that uh, Frank Pepe's in uh, Middletown is supposed to be, like, one of the original fucking pizza places in America, in Connecticut. It's supposed to want to be one of the best. I never got to go there while I was out there. Next time I come out, we're getting a fucking Pepe's pizza for sure. That'd be a $15,000 pizza. Ian said that he fucking caught, he was, like, with a girl or something. <coughs> I don't remember, <laughs> and he was trying to uh, get a pizza from Frank Pepe's, he said that he called them, and said he wants to speak to Mr. Frank Pepe right away, <laughs> and they hung up on him. I miss that dude. That's fucked up. She don't care about your uh digestive health, obviously. No, she don't care about me at all. She only got the fucking <laughs> cereal that she wanted. Of course. With whose money? Uh what else is new? Have have you been uh, listening to any cool new music or anything? Not really. It's not really, like, new, new, but it's new to me. Yeah, you were telling me about that. That's pretty dope. You are saying that he talks a lot about financial success and shit. Yeah, and just, like, mental health and being freaking better at navigating life in a healthy way, you know what I mean? I... Not, he doesn't really talk about, like, craziness. He's just talking about... Yeah, he talks about craziness, but just real stuff, you know what I mean? Not like, oh, bitches and drugs and that, and drugs and that. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but... That's what I've been listening to. I've been, dude, I've been stuck on fucking G-Unit for like a week straight. I've been bumping straight, uh, there's these three mixtapes that are like my, some of my favorite fucking mixtapes of all time. G-Unit, No Mercy, No Fear. G-Unit, God's Plan, and G-Unit, 50 Cent is the Future. Uh, God's Plan and No Mercy, No Fear are fucking crazy. And 50 Cent is the Future is really hard, too, but I haven't listened to that one as much. Um, dude, no, no. I'm a retard. Um, No Mercy, No Fear is, like, my favorite favorite fucking mixtape of all time, dude. There's like four or five bangers on that one that I have to run back when I listen to it. 
Like, there's this one where 50 Cent keeps talking about how he don't like having sex with fat chicks, but Tony Ayo does. <laughs> and then there's another one where Tony Ayo is, like, talking about how he don't have to bring women back to the hotel. They could just have sex in the car, and he has TVs in his car and shit. <laughs> and then, uh... There was this other one where 50 Cent keeps rapping about how he's, like, famous, so he loves going to clubs, but he always brings guns with him because he's famous. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's a, there's a couple fucking beggars on that one. God's plan is real hard, too. By who? By G-Unit. Oh, I thought you meant, like, that fucking Drake shit. No, 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 God's Plan is a mixtape by G-Unit, it it's from like 2002, 2003, so 50 fucking, 50 was a drug dealer in Queens for like a while, right, and then he puts out this song, How to Rob, which is fucking real awesome, the whole song, he pretty much just raps about robbing every single rapper that's like popular at the time, and then, uh, then he puts out this other al album, Power of the Dollar, and there's this one song, The Ghetto Quran, which on it talks all about this guy, uh, Ken Kenneth McGriff, uh, the leader of this drug group's uh, Supreme Team, and he talks a lot about like a bunch of different shit, people who snitched, this and that, and because of that, 50 got shot like nine times, that's why he got shot, he survived that. And then uh, they McGriff used his power because he was good friends with uh, Ja Rule of Murder, Inc. to uh, kind of blackball 50 Cent from the industry. So he couldn't put out this album, Power of the Dollar, because he, he, he like, the, his label told him, like, no, we're not putting it out type shit. So 50 Cent just hit the studio. He meets 50, he meets Dr. Dre and Eminem. It hits the studio and just starts, dude, selling CDs in the fucking street. Like, he printed out, like, X amount of copies of, you know, No Mercy, No Fear, God's Plan, and uh, 50 Cent is the Future. And just went around in the streets and sold them out of his car and shit. And eventually, uh, he, he, he started recording Get Rich or Die Trying after the success, the street success of the mixtapes. And then he put those out with Dr. Dre and 50 Cent. And after that, I mean, and Eminem. And after that, and it was, it was fucking over. 50 Cent was, like, on top for a while. G-Unit was fucking crazy. He had clothes. He had a video game. He had the fucking movie. He had shoes. Dude, Bulletproof 1 and then Bulletproof 2, Blood in the Sand. The second one was real fucking retarded. It was like 50 Cent in Iraq or something. Iraq or something. There's like a conflict in the Middle East, and they're like, all right. Call 50 Cent, quick. Call 50 Cent. 50 cents, like, what, well, I'm in the studio, they're like, 50, we know you're a busy man, what, with vitamin water and all your fantastic albums, however, we need you to take a trip to Iraq and fucking take out the leader and install democracy. <laughs> He's like, ah, Again? You know.
again. How much you paying? I need four hundred fifty thousand for a sh- uh, for a show, so y'all better be paying me at least a million. What do you think Fifty Cent would charge realistically to uh, install a puppet regime in the Middle East? <laughs> he's not stupid. He's a, he's a he's a good businessman. If he has proved anything, that is one of them. Yo, do you remember the video where he like? He called out Floyd Mayweather, yo, and was like, if you could read one page of a Harry Potter book, I'll donate $750,000 to a charity of your choice. That's so fucking... Yo, and then afterwards, he was like, you know what? I bet you Harry Potter is a little bit too hard with all them fucking magical words or something. So if you take me up on this challenge, you can read a page of Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I don't think he did it. I don't think he did it. That's true. My boy is... My boy is supposedly friends with Floyd Mayweather's kids. Let's ask him if he can read. <laughs> like, memorize the whole book in order. Yo, he had someone fucking memorize it and read well, it out to him. in the back, like, with the camera that's, like, through my glasses, and then just hold up the cue card, and, like, well, we know, but I can't read. <laughs> that's a tough one. He got someone in his ear. He takes, yeah, like, well, a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes, like, two years of training to be able to fucking mimic exactly what someone says as they're speaking it to him through a microphone or through a headset. Well, and you would have to have the Google glasses on going to the other boy. Right, it would almost be easier to just learn how to read. Yeah, at that point, <laughs> you spend so much money on the glasses and that freaking the phone and then paying people to do that. Right, hooked on phonics is probably like 40 bucks. You probably don't even care, though. Right, when you have enough money, do you really need to learn how to read at that point? Right. You just get a lawyer anytime you got to sign anything. You're like, what does this mean? What does this page mean? What does this paper mean? Right, like... Imagine you just said to 50 cents. like, yo... Why don't you just fight me? And if I win, I'll donate the money to charity. But if you win, you gotta earn all of these other. If you win, I'll donate the money to charity. But if I win, you gotta donate your earnings for the seven fifty. Oh. Then he would have made money off of beating up fifty cents, and that would have been a huge ass fight. It would have been doing the fucking Jake Paul shit before Jake Paul did it. I remember some guy, this DJ, was talking about in an interview about how 50 Cent, before they, like, made music together, back in the day, he said that when he was a little kid, he'd be outside playing, and he'd sit, he said he'd see 50 Cent pull up on his motorcycle and just beat the shit out of drug dealers and rob them and drive away. <laughs> No, I'm not saying that 50 Cent would beat him up. I'm just saying 50 Cent is awesome. You know who I think would kill Mayweather? Who? 
even in Mayweather's prime, Mike Tyson in his fucking prime. Mike Tyson would kill anybody in their prime. He'd fucking eat them alive. Dude, I was just watching this video the other day, and he, his, his like, post-fight... Mike Tyson's post-fight interviews are fucking crazy. If you listen to him talk, he used to actually be a maniac. But, yo, his, it was because he didn't just physically train. His trainer did a lot of shit with, like, um, hypnotism. And he he would basically instill in him, like, yo, you're a fucking machine. Your one goal is to complete the task at hand, which is to knock this motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? So Mike Tyson, at a certain point, like, wasn't even just getting the physical fucking side of it. But he had, like, the mental, the mental of a warrior. You know what I'm saying? That man was a fucking terrifying opponent for a lot of people. There were a lot of fights where he would knock people out, like, in the first second round. All right, sorry about that. We had a little bit of technical difficulties right there, but I think we uh, solved the problem. Uh, we were talking about if Mike Tyson would beat Mayweather in his prime or not. Maybe if Mayweather had, like, nah, not even if he was the same weight, bro. Even if he was the same weight as Tyson, like, bro, I've seen videos where he would literally punch people's guards open. Yeah, he was a fucking monster. Like, every single step he took was loaded up to fucking deliver a sledgehammer to your fucking body, or your face, or your arms, or wherever. Like, that shit is crazy. He was a monster, dude. Mike Tyson was a fucking monster. I and heard that. I love the character development over the years of Mike. I say Mike, like, as if I know him, bro. Like, no, fucking Mike Tyson. You gotta fucking respect the character development, because he. It's such a different man than he used to be, you know what I mean? Actually, he was just on the Joe Rogan podcast, though, and he said that he's been fucking, he's going back to fighting, so he's kind of getting back to the old Tyson again. What do you say about how he feels about it? Uh, he said that he feels better this time because he knows that he's not such an aggressive person anymore, so he has to do it for the fight and shit, pretty much, you know, it's not... Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man, you know, I hopped up on freaking cocaine and shit, he's chilled out on the mushrooms and the weed, bro. Facts. You know what I mean, like, Jizzle just needs to freaking out the mushrooms to chill out on podcasts and shit. Yeah, he's nuts. But he's awesome, bro, I see, bro. Why would you even want to eat an ounce of mushrooms? Yeah, right? They would have to be weak. They would have to be really fucking weak. I don't know, bro. He just freaking munched him like a whole handful, bro. He was just like, I had a hand like a quarter of mushrooms or something already. I had a hand-picked one before, uh, from the woods where. How was that? They were not too strong. The guy sold me like a half ounce for like forty bucks, and they were not too strong. Uh, I was I was doing yard work at this guy's house, 
this uh, older guy. We had found the job on Craigslist, and he had another guy there, like, painting the house or something. We were doing yard work, but either way, uh, I was smoking on my lunch break, and the other guy came up to me, and he was like, yo, can I hit that? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So I ended up smoking the whole, like, blunt with him and just talking to him. And afterwards, he was like, yo, do you like, do you like, uh, decalcifying your pineal gland? And I was like, you mean trippy shit? And he was like, yeah, trippy shit. And I was like, yeah, you got what you got. And he was like, I have a bunch of mushrooms. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, well, you know, let me see. So he pulls out, dude, like, multiple different bags. And he's like, these ones are fucking golden teachers. These ones are penis envy. These ones are blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, which one's the cheapest? <laughs> and he was like, these ones, I picked them off the fucking ground. Uh, and they're like, oh, huh. I take them. Yeah, pretty much. And he was, uh, you know, he gave me the half ounce for 40 bucks. And uh, I remember... Oh, yeah, you were like, how cheap are we talking? Oh, 40 for the half? Let's go, baby. Let's go. For real, I had like 60 bucks in my pocket. So I was like, yo, I got a little bit of reefer. I'm fucking good, you know? And you would have made a come up off that. Well, I ended up eating. I ate a pretty big one, like a stem and a cap. And, uh,. I wasn't fucked up, like, while I was at work, I mean, I wasn't fucked up, but I, the outside definitely looked way more vibrant than it did when we got there. Uh, That's how it was when I, uh, I took a quarter of a tab, like, 30 minutes before I left work, and, like, uh, on the way home, like, 10 minutes or 15 minutes into my ride, so probably 45 minutes after I took the tab. Everything was just so, like, peaceful, and it felt so bubbly. That's, like, the only way I can describe it. It was very light and bubbly, and, like, it almost had, like, a filter over everything. Like, I don't know. Everything just felt like pie candy and bubbles, like, beautiful. And then I freaking whooped ass in a basketball game, bro. And usually I'm, like, super shy when it comes to, like, being aggressive in sports. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I'm to be the right thing to say to get him into like 
you know, to figure out the situation the perfect way. I don't know. I think he was trying to, like, extract some memory from one of his teachers, but... Well, freaking... Yeah, dude, that's basically how I felt. Like, everything was, like, I knew where to put my feet. I knew when to dribble the ball. I knew when to fake. I knew when to take the shot. I knew when to pass. I, I was fully in tune with everything that was going on in the moment without realizing it at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It almost seems like everything became subconscious to me. I never micro dosed on tabs. I always fucking hero dosed on tabs, but uh. Some of that too, but those days are over for me now, man. I got kids. Yeah, I can't. I don't ever see myself taking LSD again. And mushrooms, not for a while. If I mean, I'm gonna I'm take them again. To cut shit to ourselves all day. Myself yep, what am I doing right now? Thinking about to load up another one. Yeah, same. I'm probably gonna either hit another Dabberoni or fucking something. I'm gonna go inside. I gotta get up early in the morning to go to work. I don't wanna do that shit. One thing I will say, though, is that I'm getting a lot better with this stuff. Like, I can... Now, like when I was younger in school and stuff, like I had, like I had a feeling like I had to smoke before I do something or whatever, and I'm finally getting over that. Like I tell myself, like no, make sure that you're sober for this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So making progress. I smoke before everything, but I don't care anymore. I do smoke before.
just hang out with someone in the community that knows I smoke. I smoke. Dude, I get so stoned before work, but I have to. I hate my fucking job. What about, like, around Yaya? Do you smoke? Yeah. But she knows now, huh? Yeah, I mean, I don't do it in front of her, but, uh... Yeah, or like Does she address it to you or no? She makes jokes that I smell like it. But she knows at this point. I'm a grown man, you know. She when when uh one of her bosses had like some type of bad cancer, she had my dad like give her some out of his personal stash, you know. It wasn't like she she's come to terms more with it than when I was a kid. <laughs> I love Yaya. She's a very, very sweet lady. She dealt with a lot of crazy ass shit. Got a shit. lot of wisdom to, to give. Yeah. So. I never wanted to hear it because it was always work hard, do this, don't do this, don't do this, but. We should have listened, right? I mean, you figure shit out on your own after a while, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like. We always feel obligated to try to push our family in the right direction, but we all did the oh, bad sure. things that we're trying to get them to not do, you know what I mean? Yeah, so and how could I hate? How could I be? I, I was talking to Nick the other day. You know, I normally just talk shit to him about, like, the stupid decisions that he makes. And he was complaining about uh, house arrest. And I was like, I got arrested, too. And I was, like, right about your age, actually, for doing some dumb shit, too. So I know it sucks. So you just have to learn from it and become a better man, you know? And he was like, yeah, I know. So, and I guess I can at least relate, you know? I may not be able to fucking... But I could un- I could understand and tell him that I fucked up too, you know. So he don't he don't think he's the only black sheep in the family or something. You know what I'm saying? I fucked up too. And also give him guidance on how to deal with the repercussions of his actions. Definitely, that's what I kept telling him. You know, you just gotta you just gotta not be stupid anymore and. I fucked up, and now let me not fuck up this time. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way that you ever learn from things, is you admit that you made a mistake, and you figure out what the mistake was, and then you consciously make the decision to not make it anymore, you know? For some people, I have always had an easy time diagnosing shit. It's the taking action with certain things that I have a problem with. Like, I know that I smoke too yeah, much pot. Yeah, I'm saying. It's easier said than done. Facts. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<clears throat> I'm so burnt right now. I'm so fucking tired. What time is it? Like almost 10. Yeah, I'm tired as fuck too. This modified muffins and skunk ape wax got me fucking cooking. I've been going like a year on bad wipers for real. And then no, like they don't work at all. Like oh. they don't go. I need new wiper motors. Yeah, that's annoying. I just need the wipers, which are like three dollars at Walmart. Yeah, no, I bought the relay, but that didn't work. So now we gotta see if it's the motors, and then if it's not the motors and it's something else that. I bought tires. I mean, I need tires. I didn't buy them. I need to buy them. You been working out still? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did legs the other day, and I have been dealing with the repercussions of that for a couple of days now. I never. Oh, uh, like, dude, like fucking fifty body weight squats, and then like. 20 lunges on each leg, so it was fucking... You, you know what you can do to increase weight without actually, like, holding any weights or anything so that your blood flow still goes to your legs? What's up? You just do uh, single leg squats. What do you mean? Like, instead of doing squat with both of your legs, you just fucking do it on one leg, bro. Oh. Like, you might have to do it next to a wall at first and put your hand on the wall a little bit. But you just freaking squat down on one leg instead, so that way it's double the weight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But freaking, yeah, you could do that if you want to add more weight to your squats. If you don't have, like, a bar to put on your shoulders and stuff. Because if you're holding, like, something in your hands or whatever, if your forearms aren't super strong then you might get more blood flow to your forearms than to your legs and you don't want to do that the same thing with like pull-ups and stuff if you if your grip strength isn't good enough then you'll be doing a forearm workout instead of a back workout yeah because it's where you're directing the blood flow the most whatever's being stressed out the most so just something to think about I just did freaking arms the other day, and then I did some chest today. I'm doing some bench, um, some free weight dumbbell press, and then uh, I think they're called dumbbell flies, but whatever. Doing all that shit. Yo, I'm just letting you know I'm doing my taxes in the background right now because I have to file them, like, by tomorrow. So, oh, yeah, you do, bro. Yeah. I thought you already did your taxes. No, I didn't send them through. Oh, my gosh, son. I already got my tax. Well, one of them. Uh, since if I got my second one? Nope. I only got my state taxes so far. Um... Uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I gotta finish this shit, honestly. I'm sorry. You wanna fucking do a little outro with me real quick? Uh, like what? I don't know. Fucking shout out to... Who is that? Um, shout out to fucking albino people. Shout out to the serial killer in Tampa Bay who may or may not have almost got me the other day. Um, shout out to homeless people. Homeless people. Crack shout heads. out to crackheads. I fucking love crackheads. James and Bob. Yep, Jason Hughes and Kevin Smith. I might have to watch some, some one of those tonight. It's Shout out to fucking Family Guy and South Park. Shout out to everything that you may or may not have watched as a childhood. Or any Yo. childhood that made you who you are today. Grim Adventures of fucking Billy and Mandy. That was our shit, dude. That was my jam, bro. So gas G4S underscore face. Alright, that last one, whatever you said on the last one. And mine is Jordan underscore T underscore Martirano. M-A-R-T-U-R-A-N-O. Yeah, just hit us up if you got any questions about anything, bro. I'm not an expert on anything, but <laughs> we're here to talk. For every person that follows me, I will post a picture of one of my balls. He has a lot of balls. I have quite a few. Get to we'll see exclusive, never-seen-before testicle pictures. After that, it's all repeats. So yeah, there's going to be some. There quick. There's going to be some. even do, like, a signature on some of them. Yeah, or, like, the a first, ball like, print. Five. Like, I could dip my ball in ink. <laughs> all 25 of them. That would be sweet. Do you think everyone has, like, you know how they say everyone has, like, uh, well, obviously everyone has their own, like, fingerprint. What if everyone has their own, like, custom sack wrinkles? No, that's fucking stupid. I'm a genius, you don't even mind. you have, like, toe prints? I'm gonna check right now. Bro, you do. Do I have what? You have fucking toe prints, too, bro. Oh shit. On your 
Damn, dude, I have to find my fucking driver's license. This shit is annoying. It's well, not telling me how... Still has to do their taxes or that hasn't done their taxes and is gonna have to do them in freaking October. No, I have to submit them, like, right now. <laughs> hey, Dad. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> on Instagram, we gotta get on top of this stuff, guys. But go follow us. And then, uh, or it might be unemployed A6L. So I don't even know, dude. Well, it's there. Yup, unemployed A6L. So that's the, uh, group page. If you want, we'll post any art that you want on there. If you want us to post the herb balls, we could do that. Yeah, but that's expensive. <laughs> or Very lady balls. Follow unemployed.cj. That's our little brother. And, uh, yeah. Have a good night, and I hope that you got money back on your taxes. Or if you did have to pay, you wrote it off as a business expense. Let's fuck the government. And shout out to Free Speech. Have a wonderful night. Hell yeah. Alright, I'm gonna cut this bitch off. <laughs> you were supposed to.